0: What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the Dodgers Nation post game show. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. And you are home with Dodgers Nation and Jim Beam. Please drink responsibly. Thanks for rocking with us. After the Dodgers get romped by the Reds, they lose by a final score of 9 to nothing. The Dodgers record falls to 59 and 45. And at the moment, they're two and a half games up of the San Francisco Giants. But the Giants and the Red Sox are currently tied at three in San Francisco. So the Dodgers, they could fall closer, the Giants could gain some ground on the Dodgers if they find a way to win that game. So we had a lot to talk about. Michael Grove, he definitely sucked it up and saved some innings for the bullpen, but he was pretty much awful today. Eight earned runs, allowed eight runs on 10 hits, had 10 strikeouts on 96 pitches, just leaving stuff out over the plate, leaving breaking balls belt high. And look, the Dodgers need to stop doing this, okay? The Dodgers can't expect to have Michael Grove and Tony Gonson go out there and expect expect to win a ton of ball games. This week, the Dodgers, they go two and four after that great road trip, after that successful road trip where you win three series against some really nice, tough competition. You come home, and you really stink the bed. This offense this week, they averaged 3.3 runs per game, 3.3 runs per game, and they allowed 6.3 runs per game. That is a losing formula. This team, they need to go out there. They need to add more starting pitching. I think this team needs Justin Verlander. I don't care. They need Justin Verlander. There's not better options out there. There really isn't. You can just stop crying about 2017 at this point. It hurts me every single day, but are we going to let what happened in 2017 now continue to still hurt us in 2023? Because that's where we're allowing it to do, okay? We need some type of Justin Verlander redemption character arc where he comes to the Dodgers. He hurt them in 2017. He was a guy that it's not like he was benefiting from the run support, but it's not like he was at the plate with the bat swinging the back and hearing the bangs, right? So hopefully he helps the Dodgers win a World Series. But I think this team needs to trade for Justin Verlander because look, if this team doesn't add starting pitching, it's going to be a quick exit in the regular season. After the post in the postseason after a regular season where yeah maybe they win the division. But hey, I'm sick of going home early. I'm sick of cold long winters in October. I'm sick of it. I want a full 162 game regular season and the postseason with a parade, a celebration at Dodger Stadium. We haven't had. Had that since 1988 it's been too long 2020 was great but i think if we're looking deep inside in our heart of hearts you know you want the full package and we're not satisfied as dodgers fans But here we go i want verlander and flared for boomer assassin they don't need better pitching they need to upgrade the staff jansen and Kimbrel were both all-stars this year who were horrible on the dodgers so we got to we have no chance without starting pitching that's from Diane schruder that's my first comment of the game from Diane schruder that's all we've got. Probably oh, the only Astro we can forgive, DKM. Yeah, we will say Justin Verlander, they have a house in Los Angeles. The Dodgers wanted him. The Dodgers offered him $80 million. So the Dodgers heard Dodgers fans crying about Verlander, and they said, okay, here's $80 million for two years. That's $40 million a year. The Dodgers, if they can get past it, so can the fans, okay? Don't let your emotions ruin your roster construction, your ability to win a championship. What if Justin Verlander goes to a team that the Dodgers face in the post? season. Do you want to see that? I don't. Verlander, bring him here. That's from Justin Lombus. d is this team not a World Series team for Michael Negretti? Right now, they're not. Absolutely. I mean, Clayton Kershaw, we still have to see what he looks like when he returns. Can Arias get back to pitching like a frontline starter? Will they get Walker Buehler back? What are they going to get from Bobby Miller towards the rest of the season? He's been gutsy. He's been gritty, but he's still a rookie. There's a lot of holes on this team. Smash that like button for your Los Angeles Dodgers. Appreciate that, Diane Schroeder. If we can't get Snell, we have to get the next best starting pitcher. BC, we're not getting Snell. That's not on the table. That's not a possibility at this point, okay? One, Padres and Preller aren't sending Snell to the Dodgers. Two, the Padres, they are that pretty, pretty much, didn't they sweep the Rangers? I mean, I don't think, I mean, we consider all the money they have invested in that team. Do you really expect them to be sellers? And on top of that, trade Blake Snell to the Dodgers of all franchises? I find that to be hard to believe it unlikely. Also, too, Blake Snell, sure, he's having a great year. Can you trust him in the playoffs? Can you trust him in the postseason? I would not bank my World Series success on Blake Snell, a guy that struggled to get deep into games because of his pitch count getting up, because he tries to punch guys out. No, I'm not trusting that. Okay, he's definitely had a great year, but can you guarantee if you put him on the Dodgers that he's going to have that success? Nando, Trey, Grove, Stone, all or Bust, that's a pretty... That's bull. Pepio injured this year, oblique. We'll see how he looks. Stone still figuring it out. Has looked better since he started throwing that two-seam fastball ball. More Grove. I don't think he's a bust. I think that Grove isn't a starting pitcher on a World Series contending team. I think Grove is possibly a starting pitcher on a – number four or five rotation spot in your back end on a below-average team. But I think he belongs in the bullpen. He has a fastball that touches 98. He has a 12-6 curveball. has added that cutter against lefties. But today, you saw he just had the worst command as far as living, leaving it out over the plate. You can't leave it down Broadway and expect to have success against a talented lineup like the Cincinnati Reds. The Dodger game was over in the first inning. Cowboy five rings. Yeah, look at that five innings there. Like I said, Michael Grove, he allows – eight runs on 10 hits, had 10 punch outs, 96 for strike. So the silver lining there, the Mitchell out of half full take there is 10 strikeouts. First Dodgers rookie. to do that to Tony Gonsolin, but top of the first inning. De La Cruz Cruz leadoff single to right. Four-seam fastball up in the zone, caught too much of the plate. And then one out to Friedel, double to center to score Daylock Cruz to give the Reds an early one nothing lead. So three pitches into the game, and the Reds already get their first run. Four-seam fastball out over the plate. Same result, same mistake. They capped and he hits McLean with a curveball and then 2-2 pitch to Fraley. He's single to center. Friedel scores on the air there and then Fraley's safe on second by that throwing air there by James Altman, and McClain's safe at third on the air. So the defense was sloppy today. The pitching was bad. That made it 2-0 Reds and the next batter Steer 0-2 pitch. He grounds the third to score McLean to make it 3-0 Reds. Michael Grove up 0-2 in the count. Slider on the corner. Not the worst pitch but just wasn't able to put him away. And the next batter he struck out Vado swing with the slider on the inside corner for the second out and he strikes out Encarnacion with the slider for the third out so he did have some swing and miss he was able to get some punch outs that definitely is a Mitchell lot of half full that is a silver lining that's a positive spin but still the results were not there we're talking about a Michael Grove who statistically has been one of the worst pitchers in Dodgers history throwing 89 innings at that ERA that he has right now close to seven that's the worst results as far as in a full season so that's just the reality. We have Seth Gribble, 999. appreciate you. That's going towards the Otani Fund. That's going towards some carne asada fries. I had a crack open a beer for this one. A two and four week for our Dodgers, guys. We need better, especially heading to the deadline. Friedman can trade Thor and Trace. But can't trade Grove? I'm from where Grove is from, and people around here think he'd be better off with a change of scenery. That's from my friend Seth Gribble over there on YouTube. Yeah, I just don't think that it's really trading some of the Groves and the Pepios and guys like that. I think really it's bringing in competent veteran starters. They did that with Lance Lynn. I think Lance Lynn is going to surprise a lot of folks out there. I truly believe that in my heart of hearts. I think Dodgers fans are going to fall in love with him quick. I think you're going to be seeing hashtag fear the beard because they were talking about someone at a 16 strikeout game and still lost. He had a lot of bad luck. Joe Kelly was talking about it before the game that Lance Lynn still has great stuff. He just had a lot of bad luck, bad defense behind him in Chicago. And yes, he's given up 28 home runs. That's what worst in the league. Same problem for Michael Grove. Michael Grove's allowed 1.81 home runs per nine. That's the seventh worst in Major League Baseball. So after the first inning, Dodgers... After the top of the first, they're down 3-0, so a 3-0 hole, and let's get back to the comments, and we'll continue to break this down, but let me know down below in the comments section. Have you changed your stance on Justin Verlander? Because later in the show, I'm going to give you an update on Justin Verlander and his mentality, his mindset heading into the trade deadline. Has he changed his stance? What are his views? What are his thoughts after Max Scherzer was dealt to the Rangers? Is he more open to agreeing and waiving that no-trade clause to get traded to a contender because he had some very interesting and candid thoughts about that after his start today because one thing i will say about justin verlander like i said it's all business with me i want to win another world series i'm sick of hearing mickey mouse ring i'm sick of this franchise that has poured more money more resources into this franchise last 10 years 10 straight postseason appearances yes they should have won in 2017 yes they were robbed yes we know they're the trastros but they still have done more with less than most franchises right now in professional sports the owner of the Dodgers, Mark Walter, told me to my face, looked me in my eyes and told me that they're not satisfied with One World Series. So that's coming right from the top. So I think that has to be the mentality for this organization. And two, if they're able to find a way to get Justin Verlander, if they're able to make that trade, you are getting one of the hottest pitchers in Major League Baseball right now. He had another strong start today. And in his last seven starts, he has a one ERA. His first nine starts, he was dealing with an injury. He had a 4-5 ERA. So he's looked really good lately continues to reduce the walks continue to get those strikeout rates closer league averages if you look at the fastball velocity if you look at his pitch mix it's identical to the way it was when he was winning Cy Young Awards when he was one of the best pitchers in the game so you're pretty much getting Justin Verlander where you can get a vintage Justin Verlander start if you're able to swing that trade and get that deal done because I'm telling you lots of hungry teams out there not a lot of food at the table right and if you want that food at the table you have to give up to a lot to get it and I think that's really where the Dodgers are at right now because this season yeah it'll be fun you'll see rookies you'll see them develop but I'm telling you as constructed right now this team is not going to win the World Series they just do not have enough pitching you were talking about a team heading into today that was 26th in Major League Baseball in starting pitching innings you're talking about 917 and two thirds innings from their starters that's 26 out of 30 teams in Major League Baseball you're talking about about another team too where will smith had an elbow contusion today we'll get an update on him a little later we have jd martinez still dealing with the hamstring injury mookie betts he's missed some time with the ankles so they're also getting a little banged up with some injuries so today you pretty much had a triple a lineup out there with the exception of some players and they got rocked a nine nothing defeat by the dodgers at home The 10th straight loss on Sundays. 10th straight loss in a row on Sundays. The Dodgers do not have a prayer on Sundays. That is how bad it is for this team. I saw Dave Roberts looking like he was about to take a nap in the dugout. I mean, what is going on with this team? Sense of urgency here. Give me Verlander and Fam and I'm mildly optimistic. Boomer Assassin. Who was mentioning Fam a few months ago? People didn't like the idea. And I start to see people starting to mention Tommy Fan. So we need Andrew Freeman to come to our rescue. That's for Diane Truder. Amen, Diane Truder. JT title mean, because the Giants. I don't know you yeah, JT wants to Dodger. Perfect. Always a Dodger. Kevin Yuha trade Six Flags, Universal Studios, Disneyland for Ellie De La Cruz. I don't know if that's enough. I mean, Six Flags, Universal Studios, and Disneyland. Wow, that's a pretty penny right there. You would definitely be overpaying on that one. I think Universal, I mean, the one question I have is, do we get to claim Disneyland since a little bit out of L.A.? Maybe Might have to throw in the Hollywood sign. Might have to throw in the Grommens Chinese Theater. Might have to throw in Rodeo Drive and the Santa Monica Pier. But I agree with you there could be a way to get that deal done so we'll try to put that package together i love me some ellie de la cruz that man is phenomenal he's a great town i thought the fact that we didn't know a lot of people didn't know who he was four months ago he's a household name in major league baseball that's how special he is cheers D-Mac. we're both drowning in pacificos and wall let's get it my man he can hit How is Grove's ERA not 20-plus from I don't know? D-Mac drinking the pitching staff is driving him to drink. Yes, Diane Shrew, that's how bad it is, okay? I need this team to have more success. Dodgers equal lackluster. No one holds other guys accountable. That's from Rip the Reaper. By the way, if you're new to the channel, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and hit that like button because we're going to be doing over $1,000 worth of giveaways, jerseys, autographed balls, Dodgers merch in the next month. So that will be coming soon. I'll give you more news on that. We're going to be dropping a video on how you can win. So definitely... Mass that like button for that 199 can't win putting up zero runs J-Dog you said it best this team couldn't hit sand if they fell off a of camel today and Austin Barnes yes he gets a hit good for Austin Barnes you have to feel good for that For that, but also grounded into two double plays so there's that Rangers going all in and Freeman just watches that's from Nando 390 you got a better chance of signing Robert Wagner than getting Luis Robert Jr. that's from Jim Sacco yeah I mean Luis Robert Jr. that's very difficult because he's on such a team friendly contract he signed that deal when he was so young also he's under multiple years of team control same with Dylan C so those are going to require tons of prospect capital and the hope is, if you can find a way to get a deal done for Justin Verlander, is that either one, Stephen Cohen, like he did in the Escobar deal, like he did and the Max Scherzer deal, so you get Ronald Cunha Jr.'s brother, is paying some of that money. It's paying a big chunk of that money, footing the bill so you can get some better prospects in return. We know the Dodgers, they have some of the best prospects in the game. They have the deepest farm system in the game, so they could go that route. And if you do that, they pay some of Justin Verlander's salary, and then there's some more money off the books, and you're feeling better heading into the Otani sweepstakes and throwing money at Shohei Otani. But still, even if you bring in Justin Verlander, he of course is on the books next year at $43.3 million. Then the following season, if he pitches 140 or more innings, he's vested into that $35 million for 2025 in his age 42 season. And if that happens, that means, one, you got quality. You got innings. I mean, can you imagine if there was a starting pitcher that pitched 140 innings for this Dodgers team? You would pass out because no one's close to that. Clayton Kershaw's just above 95 innings pitched, and he's been injured for a few weeks, right? So that would be great. That would be best case scenario for the Dodgers, and you would happily pay that if you were getting that kind of production. So we'll see if that's the case, but even so, if the Dodgers had to pay a premium tax for just one or two seasons, that'd be fine. Verlander, it's not the money, it's the years. It's only one more year, possibly two more years. It's the big contracts. You don't want the Strasburgs, the Rodons, those contracts that age like sushi in the sun. You don't want that. That's what this team is committed to. They want to maintain that flexibility. If they're going to give years, it's for Freddie, it's for Mookie, it's for guys like that. So they want to maintain as much financial flexibility. Everyone always talks about the Braves this, the Padres that, as far as extending their young players. But also, too, they're married to that core. And if that core doesn't work out or they get injured, they really have no other directions to go in. But why is Dave Roberts playing Rojas and not Ahmed yeah, I mean, Rojas did make a pretty nice highlight play today, but still I definitely want to see Ahmed get some more at bats, especially when you look at the fact that Miguel Rojas is one of the worst offensive players in baseball. And when he goes up there and he tries to lift the ball, it's not pretty. It's essentially an automatic out, and you can look at any of his numbers on the surface or dive deep. He's been bad. For the month of July, he's hitting 185. 185 still hasn't hit a home run. You guys have the same amount of home runs this year as Miguel Rojas. I have the same amount of home runs this year as Miguel Rojas, and the only difference is, hey, we're not Major League Baseball, right? So that definitely needs to change. I think offensive production-wise, especially with Mookie out, it's not good, but DMAC make a sacrifice to the injury gods. Love on stream, <laughs> Mitchell Hopkins. We got to Ramon Lopez. We need Benny the Jet Rodriguez. That's a fire take. Uh, take. Trade Verlander and Flaherty. That's some Rodolph Red Politics 1776. Yeah, Jack Flaherty can help this team. Jack Flaherty can absolutely help this team. There's no doubt about that. But Jack Flaherty is on two, maybe three tiers lower than Justin Verlander, especially this season. Jack Flaherty isn't the same pitcher that we saw in 2019 that was striking out over. 30% of the batters that he was facing. The strikeout numbers at 21.9% for Jack Flaherty, 11.1% walk rate. The fastball velocity has gone down. His ER raise is at 443. His fib is at 423. His expected fib is at 447. His expected ERA is at 468. So that's pretty much what Jack Flaherty is. He's a pitcher that has an ERA around four. He's basically Tony Gonsolin level production, right? So Jack Flaherty, I know he's from Harvard Westlake. He's a Harvard Westlake Wolverine. Be great to have him come home. I think he'd pitch better here. I think there's a chance that you have more success in Dodger Blue, the team he grew up loving and rooting for. He has always talked about I'm one time, Jack Vlade said, what's his favorite stadium to pitch in? He said, without any hesitation, Dodger Stadium. It'd be great to have him in Dodger Blue, but Jordan Montgomery didn't get traded to the Dodgers. Jordan Hicks didn't get traded to the Dodgers. Nolan Arenado damn sure did get traded to the Dodgers. So are the Cardinals really willing to w- deal with the Dodgers and shake hands with the enemy? It just doesn't seem like that's happening. I'm not saying it's not possible, because I'm sure it is. If the Dodgers want to part ways with the pitching prospect, with Who knows who the Cardinals could get for him because he still is a rental. You wouldn't have to give too many prospects for a guy of that caliber, but you'd have to have to sweeten the deal for the Dodgers trying to get a deal done with the Cardinals. So, look, if they just get Flaherty, he's not the answer. He really isn't. They need someone that can raise the ceiling, that can move the needle. Justin Verlander types, Corbin Burns type, who's not getting traded. Dylan Cease types, who's probably not getting traded. So, the reality is you're doing the musical chairs right now and you're trying to, one of these chairs is an a starting pitcher. There's really one chair there and that's Justin Verlander, right? There's really not a lot of ace level pitchers that are available at this deadline that make a ton of sense that are truly on the market. Well, the punting of 2023 is complete. We ain't got enough. That's from Matty Man Dodge, Verlander, and Flaherty. We got, thank you, Doug. We all should feel the same way. What up, BC? Always rock with us. BC, by the way, I appreciate you, my man. You know, Ball, you're a hardcore Dodger fan. Man, I see you in all the streams, man. Thanks for rocking with us, man. Uh, no on Verlander from Gary Glenn, Mickey Mouse from Dale S Nando 390, same people saying getting over it about Verlander are the same that said no to Correa from BC. We have the do- See, the thing about Correa was different though, because Correa, one, this is a guy who definitely was a prolific cheater when it came to using the bang system. He definitely benefited from the bang, and two, we're talking about a contract that was eight, nine, ten million dollars, uh, eight, nine, nine, ten years for three hundred plus million dollars. So, Carlos Correa, yeah, I get it, man. He is the guy who could be a game changer, really hasn't had a great season, but you would have had to give him eight, nine, ten, eleven years, two hundred fifty, three hundred million dollars. And yes, he really good for a player that pretty much has one leg if you look at the x-rays, the injury history I'm just playing, but that's the problem. Verlander, it's a hired gun. It's You're talking about a guy who's not going to be in Dodger Blue very long because, one, he's in his 40s, and, two, the contract isn't long. So that's what you have to focus on for the Dodgers. There's someone out there that not a lot of teams can afford. Let's also point that out, too. The Dodgers, they are the wealthy, man. The Dodgers are Bel Air, Beverly Hills, okay? The Dodgers, they can get whatever they want. Money is no object to this team. That's not the case for a lot of teams out there. If the other teams want... Justin Verlander, they're probably going to part ways with some prospects, that, and they're going to probably have to overpay as far as prospect capital and gut their farm system a little bit and hope that Stephen Cohn is willing to absorb some of that salary. So that's something else you have to consider, too, is the Dodgers. They can do it from both ways. The Dodgers can either absorb the salary or give you the prospects. So that's why the Dodgers have that flexibility in them. Bye, guys. Got to go get sushi. See you, Diane. Always appreciate you. We got uh, who's in charge of the Dodgers medical staff. You're fired from DLS. $2 for Michael Correa. Time to make Rosario a full time shortstop. Yeah, look, a minus 16 defensive run save for Rosario. One of the best, one of the worst in the game. Miguel Rojas, one of the best as far as fielding. So that really is the trade off there. Thanks, SG Sport Talk channel. We love your content. Appreciate you. Erod or Verlander? Rodriguez. Uh, that's from Kevin Rodriguez over on YouTube. Yeah, Eduardo Rodriguez is another guy that has a lot of success, but the only issue with him is. He can opt out after this year, or he can opt in to another $49 million on that contract. So that's where it gets complicated, and let's say he gets injured. Let's say you don't believe in him for the next few years. It's just less enticing for a Dodgers team that wants to keep these books as clean as they possibly can so they can go out there and make acquisitions. So that's something that you need to consider as well. And also, too... Rodriguez, can you trust him in the postseason? Doesn't have a crazy track record. I mean, remember him slamming the glove down on the ground against the Dodgers, but after the Puig home run, Verlander's not a Dodger, period. That's from Chris Todd. They just signed Jake Marisnik. I mean, Jake Marisnik, I mean, that's a guy who. Jake Marisnik was the second biggest user of the bang system. And Andrew Freeman said, bring him here. Be a Dodger. They don't care. I got news for you. This organization does not care. And that's, what I try to do on this show is I try to tell you exactly what I think the organization is thinking based on just reading all the tea leaves, information, people I talk to, sources. I mean, that's just what the reality of the situation is. This organization, they're committed to one thing, winning the World Series okay they're not focused on the all these fan narratives that people care about and for better or worse we know that 2017 was trash rob manfred is trash that astros team is trash we get that that's never going to change no one takes that world series ring seriously and around the league that has zero credibility right put that in the blender just just break it up no one cares about that stuff so I gotta move on at some point Try to say hey you gotta win We got to get rid of Roberts and winning a World Series will happen. No chemistry from Rip the Reaper. We got to get at least two starters to have a chance. That's from Derek Bowman. Dave needs to wake up. Mike Link. I bet Freeman is wishing he never left Atlanta. I definitely doubt that. Why? Because he's literally playing his best baseball. He's a better baseball player with the Dodgers than he was with the Atlanta Braves. And the numbers prove that. He's had more hits than anyone in the sport since you put on that Dodger Blue. Just think about that. Let that marinate a little bit. I think he's having a great time in Dodger Blue. Talked to Freddie Freeman the other day. I've never seen this guy this happy. This guy is smiling from ear to ear. I think he loves being in Los Angeles. I think he loves the fact that his dad is at every game. I think he loves the fact that his family can attend every game. And that's a big deal for someone that's already won an MVP, already won a World Series, already has the inside track of making a Hall of Fame induction a reality. And get making it all the way to Cooper's Town. So I definitely think he's more than happy, and I don't think he regrets signing with the Dodgers. But hey, you're the one who cheaped out if you're the Braves. Uh, we need Sleepy Roberts to stop starting Rojas. He's free and out of the Ahmed. Um, wait. Let's try to type this correctly. I'll just fix this for you. We need Sleepy Roberts to stop starting Rojas. He's a free out start on that. There you go, Binky. That was my fault. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, at some point, I think that's definitely something you might have to consider, especially if the offense is scoring 3.33 runs per game. Miguel Rojas is essentially an automatic out. And yes, a glove first shortstop is okay when Mookie and Freddie and Smith, they're all carrying the offense. But if you're rolling out there an offense that's not scoring runs, at some point, doesn't matter how good the defense is. If you're hitting the ball over the wall like other teams have been and scoring runs in bunches, that's not going to help you. I think you have to go the offensive route. So I think that's a great point from my friend Binky over on YouTube. But Bane the Jet Rodriguez, greater than sign, Ellie De La Cruz, Ramon Lopez. Yeah, Who do you guys, would you take? Was it Ellie De La Cruz or Bane the Jet Rodriguez? Love Bane the Jet Rodriguez. I think he, the actor who played him, what's his name? Bane the Jet Rodriguez, actor. Um, I saw him on a... Uh, I don't what documentary is, but his name's Mike Vitar, and he ended up being a fireman later in life. So there you have that. But D-Mag drowning in the Pacifico, absolutely. we got Grove, Stone, and Gonson for Verlander. Joe Mama. yeah, I think that Guggenheim would send the jet right now. They'd send that private jet right now to get him for that deal. But, uh, hey, is JV on the block? That's a Rams fan. He absolutely appears to be. I also want to read this comment from Justin Verlander. So, Justin Verlander, we know a few days ago before Max Scherzer was traded, and he was asked about the possibility of getting traded, and he said, I'm focused on being a Met. I want to win here. Obviously, it hasn't gone according to plan yet, but I didn't sign a one-year deal. So, my takeaway from that was, that sounds like a guy that's not going to waive his no-trade clause. That sounds like a guy who wants to be in New York, who's content with being with the Mets, but he definitely changed his tune today. He changed his tune in a big way. After their performance, after his performance today, where he had a really nice start, he had this to say to reporters who asked him about the possibility of getting traded. He said, Depends on how the organization views next year. I'm committed to trying to win a championship here, but if the organization decides that that's not exactly the direction that they think is best fit, to go for it again, yeah, I'd be more open to it. So that sounds like a guy who is absolutely willing to waive that no-trade clause if the Mets are intending to trade him. So it definitely feels like that's a possibility at this point. So I think we can kind of put that behind us, the idea that Justin Verlander wouldn't waive his no-trade clause. Now, like I said yesterday, does he want to deal with the backlash and having to deal with answering questions about what happened in 2017, that's a whole other conversation that we're going to have to get to the bottom of and cross that bridge when we get there. But at the end of the day, this Dodgers team, they absolutely need starting pitching. They're obviously just far too home run reliant. Friday, they didn't win. They didn't hit a home run. Yesterday, they win. They get two hits, both of them home runs. You had a two-run shot by Max Muncy and a solo shot by Max Muncy. Today, they didn't hit a home run either. They didn't score any runs today. This Dodgers team, when they don't hit a home run, they're 4-19. They're four and nineteen when they don't hit a home run. That's how home run reliant this team is. When they do hit a home run, they're 55 and 26. That's a 110-win pace. So you're talking about a team that definitely relies on slugging, that needs better starting pitching, that most likely needs another bat that brings them that different element where you get some more bat to ball, they can get the bat on the baseball and get some more base hits. So yeah, this team has some work to do before that August first deadline. So I'm going to focus on these comments here and then let you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon. Dodgers players playing like something up. That could be a distraction. It's a really good point there from Mitch Master. And they absolutely are. And yeah, they just kind of let Michael Grove out go out there. And they're probably saying to themselves that, hey, let's let Michael Grove fall on the sword and he can get as many innings in as possible. You look at the top of, he stayed in there. I mean, goes in there in the top of the third inning. Lead off double to Mealy. Uh Then run on second, he gets De La Cruz and then Friedel flies to center. And he strikes out McLean with the slider away, and then you jump to—actually, let's uh, go here. We got the Rangers—one second, I guess. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home. Uh, We got... Oh, there you go. Uh, Ellie just said, LA is his city. Did he really say that? That'd be pretty interesting if he did say that. I don't... I kind of doubt he did, though. Did he really say that? Uh, Start Ahmed, bench Rojas, or I will cry. Kevin Motano, it's amazing how well we are doing without starting pitches. We are lucky the offense has been carrying us. Yeah, that's a great point, Kevin. I mean, this offense has been carrying the Dodgers team all year. Unfortunately, you can't rely on that, especially for the rest of the season. Also, most importantly, in the postseason, you're just not going to score five, six, seven runs a game In October, facing above-average pitching, facing elite pitching. That's just not a feasible option. That's not a sustainable way of winning. But go to the top of the second inning, and the Dodgers, they're back, and Michael Grove back out on the mound. And Stevenson, he popped to first, and Benz, he grounded out to first. And then De La Cruz, he hits a home run on the cutter, just caught way too much of the plate. He absolutely obliterated it, 411 feet. That made it 4 to nothing Reds. And then top of the third inning, Michael Grove, of course, he's still out there. Damn. And- McLean, he's at the plate 1-0 count, he crushes a bomb, that makes it 5-0 Reds and then Fraley, he reaches on an infield single to second, he steals second, then Grove, he strikes out Steer with a nice slider, bottom of the zone, and the next batter, 2-1 count, Votto absolutely crushed a two-run shot to make it 7-0 Reds 418 feet, the Reds pitcher was taking his shirt off, it was pretty interesting I don't know what the hell was going on there, but then Encarnacion, he gets him swinging, he strikes him out, so really nice sequence there on a 3-2 pitch with the slider. So the slider was an effective pitch for him. It was the cutter in the four-team fastball that was really getting smashed. Then he walks Stevenson on four pitches, and then he gets Benson to fly to right. And then you jump to the sixth inning. Grove still in there. He strikes out Stevenson swinging with that slider. Then he gives up the double to Benson on the first pitch. Knuckle curve, middle of the zone, belt high, just hangs it right there. Then he strikes out Daylon Cruz on a four-seam fastball, really probably his best sweet sequence of the game. He really slowed him down to speed him up. He throws three straight-knuckle curves on the fourth pitch, throws the slider that he fouls off on the inner half, and then on the fifth pitch of the at-bat, he gets him looking at that 95-mile-per-hour fastball. And the next batter, Friedel, he singles to center to score Benson to make it 8 to nothing Reds and then he gets McLean swinging, and then later pretty much the floodgates open, the wheel just fell off at that point, you're already down 8 nothing. the ninth inning, Votto, he doubled to right to score Newman to make it 9 nothing with Rojas on the mound but here, jump to these comments here, and then we'll head out of this one, I lost my comments for a second but let's see some super chats here we got uh, 199, get over 2017, Garrett Verlander and get the F over that's from Hulk Smash, we got Trevor Ellis 199, I can't even hit the over sheesh, oh man we got hi Mac. what up Craig Osterberg, Get Verlander from Polly. We got. We need a bat also. Right now, our lineup of all or nothing is bad. Derek Bohm, Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Kind of laid those numbers out. How homer-reliant this team is. 4-19 in games where they do not hit a home run this season. That is bad. And they're also playing at 110-win pace when they do hit a home run. I'll take Miller to get Verlander. Look at what happened with Scherzer. I don't think so. I don't think it'll take Bobby Miller. No way. And if that's the case for possibly... This year, next year for Bobby Miller. I think Miller definitely... Like I said, he's not untouchable, but for a player with just a few years of team control that's in his 40s, I just think that's a little too steep, and I also think that's unrealistic if you're the Mets, unless you want to pay a lot of that money down, so that's definitely a conversation you might have. Friedman sucks. We've we got uh, Jose Osuguego. I'll take Miller to get Verlander. David Creo. check on Tyler Anderson's availability, but Tyler Anderson, first of all, the Angels aren't selling. I mean, Angels are, apparently there's rumors that the Angels are interested in trying to get Justin Verlander, so they're trying to be as aggressive as they possibly can because they know they have to impress Shohei Ohtani to have any chance of getting him to re-sign there. It's really a last-ditch effort, and also Tyler Anderson, he's struggled. I mean, he's only striking out 18.6 of the batters that he's facing this year. as has a 523 ERA, a 456 FIPS, so Tyler Anderson's really looking like a one-year wonder, so I'm not so sure that uh, he can recapture that magic again with the Dodgers, but here back into the comp. In section. Honestly, Correa has been awful for Matty Man Dodge. Hey, Like I said, not bad for a player with one leg. Uh, Mike Ling, I bet Freeman's wish is, okay, you said the same thing ten times, and it's just a, a fail take, so keep saying it and think of something else because, no, he does not. Freeman does not. Why would Freeman, who's playing the best baseball of his career, not be happy about that? Do you think he wants to stay with the Atlanta Braves, a team that disrespected him? Hey, free agents, don't sign with the Braves, okay? They're not going to sign their legendary players. So we'll see. I hope the Dodgers play the Braves in the end. LCS. We got uh, what about Michael Lorenzen, Noah T. Talked about him yesterday. He's another interesting name. Makes sense from the standpoint that he's an expiring contract. I wouldn't be surprised that if Verlander wasn't available that at the very least you contacted the Detroit Tigers because Lorenzen's someone who's very steady as well. Not a big strikeout guy, but he's just been very effective this season. So I wouldn't be against Lorenzen as a backup plan. I mean, for me, Lorenzen versus a a Jack Flaherty there's really no comparison I mean lorenzo has been really really good this year a three-five-eight ERA a three-eighty-nine Fib like I said not a big strikeout guy but that really is the name of his game a 42.2% ground ball rate Michael Lorenzen is definitely someone who I think the Dodgers should at the very least have in their back pocket because one he's going to be traded because they're selling and he's an expiring contract it makes no sense for the Tigers to keep him and two he's just having a really good year also where's he from Cal State Fullerton he's a Cal State Fullerton guy great when it comes to not walking hitters great when it comes to fastball spin the velocity is actually above average this doesn't get a lot of a ton of strikeouts but some of his advanced numbers expected slug expected batting average aren't great but yeah he's someone the Dodgers should the very least have in their back pocket as far as names they should pursue if they do need to add another starter. But we got uh, DMAT. Can't see my takes because everyone is talking. Of course, R-D. What up, DKM? How you doing, DKM? You going want a fire take? There you go. This for DKM. Fire take. You want know, a com- comment of the game presented by our friends at Hornitos? There you go. we got our team sucks from Tony. we got no! the Dodgers play like it was Perfect. a fixed outcome. Phillips Slater, just like back in Brooklyn, let's call them them bums. Boomer Assassin Verlander has changed his tune. Uh, that sounds like crap. We got uh, the Marlins have trade interest in Salo St. starter Jack Flaherty Binky. There you go. I don't think he's going to go to the Dodgers, but we'll see. When Verlander won a Cy Young in 1980, really you sure about that because he won in he won in 2022. So that wasn't uh, a long time ago. So. Yeah, I mean, he won in 2011, 2019, and 2022, and also won the MVP in 2011. The Rookie of the Year in 2006. We get. Uh, let's go ahead bring my facts to the fight. Uh, Michael Lorenzen. We talked about that. Verlander, Flaherty. Please. How the hell we let Montgomery go to Texas? I don't know. With all the money and star power this team has, they should be dominant, but they are far from it. From I don't know. Chris Heasley, small ball doesn't matter pitchers give up nine runs great point Mitchell Hopkins everyone that says JV isn't good he won the AL Cy Young last year and was hurt to start the year and that really hurt his overall numbers this season yeah I mean you bring up a fantastic point and that's the absolute truth I mean the reality is he was hurt to start this season so and that affected his numbers so you have to you have to uh, factor that in. The numbers just bear it out. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's had a tremendous amount of success late. I mean, what would you rather have? A pitcher that is going at, getting off to a super fast start that's dominating early on, or would you rather have someone like Justin Verlander who's going to hopefully peak at the right time, who's starting to see the results when it matters most? Like I said, at the top of the show, first nine starts, a 4-5 ERA. Last seven starts, a one-four-nine 9 ERA. So the mu- numbers say that... Numbers say that he has been one of the best pitchers in baseball in the last two months of the season. That's just the reality of the situation. Like I said, he had, had the injuries early on in the year. And, yeah, I mean, that's always something, especially for older players. I mean, that's just – and also, too, I mean, he had the Tommy John surgery in the last few years. So you're kind of past that. So, I mean, that's something I think could really be seen as a positive if I'm the Dodgers looking at that, as you just had that Tommy John surgery, you're hoping that the surgery was done correctly and that buys him a few more years. But Dodgers going to the playoffs just to lose. That's from JR. Ellie did say that after the game that LA is his city. That's from Roland. Hey, hopefully that means he's going to sign with LA one day. I'll take it as a positive. Anthony Keene rock with us. How are you doing, Anthony Keene? Rangers giving us a trade deadline masterclass. They're going all in. They're aggressive. That's a franchise that has no World Series titles. I mean, that's an empty trophy case. They're like the Padres of the American League essentially. But 2-4 uh, and four on a homestand so far. Yet pound for pound, that's not good, especially after you won four of six games on a road trip against the Mets, Orioles, and the Rangers, and you were feeling good about that. But Mitch Keller, how about Mitch Keller? Yeah, Mitch Keller is definitely a really strong starter. The thing with Mitch Keller is if the Dodgers want to go that direction, they're talking about someone who has years of team control. They're talking about someone that will be in Dodger blue for a few seasons because he's still – has two more arbitration years left. He's in his first year of arbitration, so he has two more years. The Dodgers would have him all of next year, all of the following season, and then he'd be a free agent after that. So, one, prospect hall-wise, you would have to pay up pretty significantly to get that deal done. But if they're willing to trade him, Mitch Keller is definitely a name that could help this team. But are you feeling great about him in the postseason? I mean, that's definitely a little bit of a christing by fire, right? Ellie wears his own shirt. Sounds like the kind of narcissistic POS that – he would do why you guys hate on ellie man uh cruz has brad's junior ego um you said i don't know says cruz has brad Teese junior's ego in tatters i'm gonna give you a finishing for that because brad I that's what you did right there respect uh front office doesn't care about winning a world series grove sucks from james how about mitch keller we talked about that dfa Barnes bring up rushing BSB was right from MB. Kevin Montayo, as it is now, we might make it through the first round, but not a chance past that. How about Mitch Keller? Looks like we've got Mitch Keller fans in the building. we got to grow Pepio Rojas for Mitch Keller. That's going to not get it done. Uh, trade Urias and Gonsolin. Urias, that would be a bad move to trade Urias at this stage because the value was lower. He's an expiring contract. You wouldn't get a big return from him. you just got to hope that he can pitch close to his capabilities like we saw in 2020. But the Dodgers all in. Jorge, I mean, you made... A lot of moves in the margin so far. You've gone out there and you brought in vets. It definitely feels like they're all in. They just have to make that checkmate move. They have to go with the big swing and get that big name. And then you're gonna say this team truly is all in. So right now, they definitely they're pretty much halfway in. I mean, they don't have their toe dipped in the pool. They're pretty much, I would say it's getting up to it's getting up to the nips, right? That's where they're at. It's kind of a cold pool. They hit to the nips. They're close to getting all in, but they're not all in right now. Um, we got uh any day we got let's get mad bum mad bum is terrible mad bum why batting practice that which 104 batting practice look a poverty franchise in the diamondbacks are paying 40 million because they didn't want him there okay mad bum is done he is done 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 probably couldn't throw a perfect game in a little league game right now uh do you think that fireheisen and danny duffy danny duffy no fireheisen i've heard that they're really slow playing that. They were hoping four months in the season they give it a shot. But I'll try to get some information on that next time I go to the game. I'm going to ask Dave Roberts about Fire Eyes in because i has been very quiet about that. Showtime fans have to deal with Ben Verlander. Like I said, pros, Kate Upton, cons, Ben Verlander. Uh, do you think the expanded postseason has made it harder to get players? Yeah, I've said that Dave Rivera for years now. I said it last year and I said it this year, and that's why – Friedman has been reluctant to deal because there is so much competition, and you have to overpay. Uh, after reading this, this, the comments safe to say the Dodgers fans have been spoiled for a long time. Look, the Dodgers fans this is Los Angeles, man, and that's a good thing. The fact that Dodgers fans are spoiled it means that you've had a lot of success. It means you have a lot of great players. And look, it's a championship or buzz city. That's the reality. You don't win a championship, you haven't accomplished your goal. Okay, there are no participation trophies. You don't get a little snack, a little participation trophy, a nice orange slice, in a Capri Sun after a Little League game. That's not how it is in Los Angeles, California. It's championship or bust, and that's just the reality. If you want to get the attention, if you want to get the eyeballs in this town, you have to win it all. In fact, sometimes even winning it all isn't even enough. It's how you win. It's the stars you win with, and I think that's also a factor, too. So uh, those moves are not all in moves from JD Kid 323 They're not, but they are the moves before moves, right? You're playing. You can get checkmate. Eight. I mean, some. If you're brilliant, maybe on the first couple moves. If you, your player that you're playing against is terrible, but sometimes it takes a couple moves before you get that checkmate, right? But uh, she and Grove Stone for Mitch Keller, Mad Bum farming. <laughs> you know, Mad Bum. By the way, here's a fun fact about Mad Bum. Madison Bumgarner actually dated a girl named Madison Bumgarner. If you don't believe me, go look it up. We still got this. A couple more, and I'm gonna let you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Uh, how many moves are left? Maddie Man dodge. I think definitely a starting pitcher. One another bat would not be surprised. Verland. Tommy Pham, maybe a Canna, maybe an Ottavino. I definitely think the move with the Mets could be in play because they want to stock that farm system with the Mets with better players. They know that that's how you have to win. They've already learned the lesson. You can't buy your talent. So I think they realize that. But they traded for Ahmed and then don't plan from Robert DeBram. DMAT getting Shohei will destroy this team. $600 million is a no no. I'd rather be able to keep our prospects than lose them. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not gonna leave your pros. You're not gonna lose your prospects if you pay him, but uh, yeah. Dmac, how about Sheehan Grove Stone for Mitch Keller? I mean, Sheehan definitely has raised his stock. I wouldn't be surprised to see Sheehan in a deal to the Mets. He's from New York. Uh, thanks, think Dmac. Hopefully, we have good news soon. Roy Estrada. Yep, guys. So that's gonna do it for this episode of the Dodgers Nation Post Game Show. The Dodgers they lose today. Let's see what happened with that Giants game. Oh, so the Giants end up winning. So the Giants. They found a way to win, so yeah, that makes today even worse. The Giants, they go out there and find a way to win after Justin Turner, once a Dodger, always a Dodger, heroically came back to tie that game, but the Dodgers are now 59-45. They lose the series to the Reds. They lose 9-0, and now they're two games up on the Giants, so they're now two games up, four games up on the Arizona Diamondbacks and... They got the A's. They got the Padres coming up. But that's going to do it. If you're new to the show, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell if you have not yet. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at dmac underscore LA. Remember, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. Let's do a couple more here before we bounce. Good job, Mac. Enjoy the evening. Thanks, Mitch. We got, uh, why can't we win on Sunday? We talked about that. I mean, they just don't have a prayer on Sundays. Giants are always looming. dMac thanks for the show. Thanks, Ella Rojas. Thanks, Maddie Man, Anthony Keene, Philip. Rip the ripper carnivorous lure activity Norm Lee, roy estrada rip the reaper thanks guys the east cat swelling sausage as always by the way swelling sausage always makes me laugh so i'm gonna give you a pre bruh, before i even read Brad. the comment madison bumgarner's family tree is a telephone pole <laughs> there you go jr i like when dmac reads my messages and turns red he knows why too <laughs> okay uh but thanks guys enjoy the rest of your evening see you next time and until next time think blue bleed blue and i'm out in a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. One hundred and thirty six Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas them home.